Yes. Yes. God promised it. Yes, it's coming. Breakthrough is here. This is a time of breakthrough. Hallelujah. Major breakthrough. An acceleration in the spirit. So I thank you, Lord, that we have the victory and we're hanging on to it and we're believing for it and we receive it, Lord, and it's coming. It's coming. It's ready to break through, Lord God. We thank you for all those things, Lord God. You know, you know, you know where we are. You know what we need. We just thank you, Lord, that we have the victory, Lord, and that you continue to strengthen us, Lord. Strengthen us. Thank you that we are courageous, Lord God. And we continue to stand and believe, Lord God, and declare and decree every day. We declare and decree every day our victory. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's upon us. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Go ahead. I want you to see it right now. Lord says he wants you to see your victory breaking through. See your victory breaking through. See it breaking through. See it breaking through. Hallelujah. Because it's coming. It's on the way. See it breaking through. Oh, yeah, yeah. See it breaking through. Hallelujah. We got to see it. You got to see it. And it's coming. Hallelujah. Ooh, hallelujah.
Thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, 
Running after me, your goodness is running. 
says you stand in awe of what I did before. Will you stand in awe of the destiny I have for you now? Will you stand in awe of the gifts I have placed in you? Will you walk in everything I have for you, says the Lord? For I have apostles, prophets, evangelists, and teachers in this room. Will you walk and open the gift that I have given you? I will teach you by my spirit, says the Lord. I will teach you by my spirit. You don't have to look for man. I will show you the way to walk. I will show you who to speak to. I will teach you by my spirit, says the Lord. Please open the gift that I have given you, for time is short. The time is now. I desire to love my people through you. For I love you, my child. I love you with an everlasting love, and I will never, ever let you go, says the Lord. Walk in the Spirit as I have called you, says the Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Hallelujah.
Well, Father, in the name of Jesus, we know that there is nothing impossible for you. And Father, we know that many people have run from the destiny and purpose that you are calling them to because of their fear, including Moses. And Lord, we just ask you to surround this young man. I, I just pray that you would cut off every avenue of, of escape for him through darkness so that he will just come to the light, Lord. And Father, I pray that you would minister to him, Lord, as your word that says it's the power of love that leads people to repentance. Yes. So Father, I pray that you would pour out your love on him in such a way that he will not refuse you, but that he will choose to receive you. Amen. And Father, in the name of Jesus, I just pray that you surround him with your love and clouds and clouds and clouds of witnesses, just like a persistent widow that are consistently, persistently uh, infecting him and tearing down the, the battle the battle plan of the enemy. And we just tear down every stronghold of destruction that has built itself up against him according to Psalm 107.20. We send your word, Lord God, to deliver him from all of his destructions and diseases, Lord, and, and wrong mindsets. And Father, I pray that you would purify his, his heart, mind, and purpose to, to be aligned with you, Lord. And I pray that you will do it in a way that is uh, gentle and loving and that will build a family up, Lord God, instead yeah. of tearing it down. Yeah. And Lord, only you can do these things. We ask in your name for your will to be done above all. In Jesus' name, amen. That's right. You know, the Lord, when I was on my wayward path, he visited me in my car and he filled that room and he said, choose you this day who you will serve. And I said, oh, Lord, I mean, I was crying so much I couldn't even drive. I was driving. And so uh, I said, Lord, you know I choose you. So when we say that that can happen to this young man as, as well. Turn him around. Turn Amen. Set his feet on solid ground in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for doing that. We should have prayed for him. You're right. Yes, and I just want to say to you this morning. Yes, God. I want to say that. Your son, Lizzie, we're talking about oh. your son. <laughs> um, the Lord just said, "Why worry?" He said that to me, you know, because I was worried because I love you and I had a son and you know. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Well, I'm trying with my dad. Sorry. 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 Um, and he just said to me. Don't you know that everything bad that happens to you, if you belong to me, I'll turn it to good. Amen. There's nothing the devil can't do. Even if you die, it'll turn out good. Yeah. 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 So, of course, he's not he's going to live and not die. That's right. But, What you said about there's this room is I think you said it this room's full of evangelists and pastors and teachers and prophets and what else is there for intercessors and leaders and and that is what I think every time I come here I think that and really it really is full right now of a lot of those I know some of y'all a lot of you are in the ministries like that but this is what I wanted to say which is. I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it, is that uh, the Lord is saying, where I need all of you is out in the marketplace. Amen. Amen. And in your neighborhood. That's right. And y'all have all been trained to go to church like the church, always been trained to go to church. Mm -hmm. But now, we got to get out there. Come on. Out there on the streets, and we could invite them to our house. We oh, could yeah. start meetings in our house. If you got those gifts, then you could open your house yes. and start a meeting and use them. Mm -hmm. 
worked on it for years and I found I didn't get very many neighbors, but I got four, but I had like 29 people. So they were all from churches, like many churches. But um, it's okay because if you get just one, this is what my son always tells me, if just one person comes and you can help them, right. then the whole thing's worth it. That's right. Oh, that's yeah. worth come it. on, come on, come so on. We don't have to think about my numbers. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm, I've had a kind of a blue week for different reasons, but I've really been on fire, especially since I came back to a globe. This lady, she, uh, she's giving me life out the, everywhere she goes, she takes me. And um, I was you know, had no car. So anyway, I just wanted to encourage you all, think about what your gift is, and if you don't have any special gift. Well, yeah, it says covet the gifts, especially the promise, right? But you can, you know, what I did in the beginning was to ask my neighbors if they wanted to help me. And we walked the neighborhood. We, it was when I used to be able to walk miles. And we went everywhere, and we ended up with the four people. But one lady, she was just so obese. She was so obese. And while she was going there, because I started it at Lakewood Church, so I learned faith there. And then I taught it, and everybody else taught it. But anyway, she uh, wanted to lose that weight. So she prayed, and we prayed with her. And she, what she did to do it, I know y'all are interested in losing weight, most of you. I'm is, I'm uh, I am. But uh, she gave up sugar. That's all she did. She gave up sugar. And she lost so much weight so fast. And she was beautiful anyway. And then she just, right. So I just, I just that's just a little something I thought of. Word of wisdom. But you know, that is the reason that we gather together. Because he's he's training us up. He's equipping us that we can go out beyond, beyond the walls and minister. Let him, let Jesus be shown through Amen. Us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, we're going to continue our, our worship by doing uh, take the Lord's Supper. And I always take the, the moment, you know, because we're not perfect. We thank, we thank God he helps us and we go through everything. But, you know, all we need to do is ask him to forgive us. So we want to go before him and say, Lord, forgive us for anything that may have offended you. Cleanse us and wash us by your blood. We just uh, go before the throne and say if the enemy is coming to accuse us of anything, we say guilty, and we ask forgiveness and wash us so that we can make be holy and receive this worthily. Because he warns us not to receive the Lord's Supper unworthily. And it's simple. Just, Lord, forgive me. Wash me in your blood. And we are pure and made holy and righteous because of his love and what the Jesus has done for us. So we thank you and praise you for that. If there's anyone here, and I, I'm not sure, because we don't know, we should always have the opportunity to say, if you don't know the Lord, today is the day of salvation. Come yes. to him. If you have known him and you've kind of strayed away like I did and he had to speak to me in my car, come to him. He's calling you. He loves you. He, it doesn't matter what it is. If you've not felt that fire in you, come to him. He wants to fill you with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. There's more. That's why I say we had a foundation wherever we came from in our denominations. But now we find out there's more and more and more. More of the fire. More of Jesus. More. And, and that is what he wants to offer you today. So we just ask you, Lord Jesus, forgive us for our sins. 
We believe that you, Father, sent Jesus to the cross for us to wash us, to deliver us, to set us free, to give us new life. That he rose from the dead. Because you said if we confess with our mouth that we believe that you sent him and that he rose from the dead, that he may send it to the Father that we would be saved. We thank you, Lord, that our names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And I thank you, Father, that you will fill each and every one with the Holy Spirit and fire. And that love and compassion that you have felt for us because you loved us first. And we just want to give you all the praise and the glory in Jesus' name. And if, uh, so that is for any of salvation, those that want to rededicate themselves and that just humble themselves to say, fill me again. I need you more and more every day because in these days and every day, we need him more yes. and more. Yes. We need to hear his voice. We need to hear his directions to what we are to be doing and go in that way and be obedient. So we thank you for that. And I'm going to call uh, Jeanette Simpson-Brown, Ms. Mrs. Jeanette Simpson-Brown, our dear sister. She's going to lead us and take in the elements. Thank you. God bless you, darling. You're beautiful. Amen. Praise the Lord. I thank God for this opportunity. And I, I'm super grateful for that testimony that you, you were talking about destiny. I've just been crying a bucket of tears. Uh, it's amazing what God can do when you just yield yourself to Him. Yes. You know, like the sister was saying, step out, you know, by faith. And, and who knew that she was going to get that kind of deliverance when she yes. But God gave me a revelation on uh, his supper, on eating the bread and drinking the drink. I, I didn't know she was going to ask me to do this. I saw it last night, so I'm like, did I say she <laughs> So, but I just want to share my personal experience about taking uh, the bread and taking uh, the drink. Uh, the, it's symbolic of the wine and, and taking it up because sometimes when... You, I just want you to know that he died already for everything that we need. He died for our healing. He died for our salvation. He died for everything. So what that is saying to me, that it's already mine. Healing is already yours. Deliverance already belongs to us. So you may be saying, well, I, I'm not experiencing it. What's wrong? God says, mine, where is it at? We have to force it to come to pass in the natural because it's already done in the spirit realm. Yes. And the other day, it was some uh, uh, sickness was coming up on my body, and then God uh, encouraged me in, to take the bread yes. and to take the wine, take the communion, yes. and declare my healing Amen. over your body. Yes. So this is part of the fight. Amen. See, when you don't discern the body, you don't know that you can fight, for not for trying to get it, but you fight for what's already yours. You fight for it to be manifested. So I began to take the communion because Pastor Roy Love, they supply us with these things. We take them home on Sundays after church. I got a whole nice stand from my husband got some, I got some. So from time to time, we take the blood. He said, do this in remembrance of me. He's already done it. So I took it and I said, Father, I thank you because healing is already mine. And I command my body to line up with what I believe. And this is part of the fight. And so as I was fighting, as I was going on, guess what? All of the symptoms left. And I was healed in Jesus' Hallelujah. name. And I was Hallelujah. free. But that's part of the fight. 
So I want you guys to know that this is part of the fight. So as you take the bread, I'm going to read, uh, I think it's 1 Corinthians 11, um, 23, I believe it's 11. Yes, I believe it is. First uh, Corinthians 11, yeah. 23 through 26, it says, For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, he took the bread. And when he had given thanks, he drank it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which was broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me so you can take the bread. This is my body. So you have to think about it as you're doing it. This is in remembrance of him, what he already paid for. And then after the same manner, also he took the cup. When he had supped, saying, This is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. You can take it and drink it. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. Amen. And I just want everybody to say, Father, I thank you. For my healing. Father, I thank you. For my provision. Father, I thank you. Because I have everything that I need. It's already mine. And I take it by force. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Yes, we do bless this uh, Praise Chapel and Pastor and, and our Assistant Pastor because they are so gracious to let us use this room and all the facilities and, you know, bless us with everything that, and they're just there for us. So we thank them and God bless them and prosper this church in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, uh, we're going to continue our worship with offering. And I'm going to share some scriptures with you because um, I asked the Lord, okay, Lord, what do you want me to share with them? And he, of course, is good, and he gives us a word. So I'm going to, just going to start with John 14. We're going from 2, 3, 6, 10, 11, and 18, okay? These are the reasons that we give unto the Lord. These are the reasons that we come in thanksgiving and praise and bring an offering unto God. And it says here in, um, in chapter 14, the verse, it says, Let your heart not be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. Just that, that he gives us the grace to even believe in him. You know, he draws us by his grace. We're not saved on our own, but by grace. You know, so he says, so we have this grace that we can believe that he is and that we can believe in Jesus. 
And in my father's house there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. Now, isn't that a great hope? He's not only with us right now, and we believe that he is with us, but he says he's going to take care of us and we're going to be with him forever. I don't know if there's a mansion or a big house over there. All I want to see is the face of Jesus. So he's promising us that we're going to see him again. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there ye shall be a be as well. Hallelujah also. And whether I, let me go down to six now. And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to the Father but by me. Thank you, Jesus, by his blood that we are now able to be called sons and daughters of the Most High King. And that we can go before boldly for his throne of grace and mercy. That there's, and he, Jesus is the only way. And then it says, and 10, it says, Believest thou that, believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but of the Father that dwelleth in me. He does the works. We thank you, Lord, that we can, when we come together, that we know that he's here in the midst of us, and that it is he. Now, he uses us as vessels. He's in us. So Jesus is the one that ministers to everyone. He is the one. He is the way. We give him glory. We thank him. So it, I love the scripture where it reminds me, it says, it's no longer do I live, but that he lives it's within me. Right? So I believe that when we lay hands on people, it's Jesus' hand. He's just using our physical hand to lay on people's hands. Believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me, or else believe that for the very work's sake. Verily, verily, I say unto you, excuse me, you, that he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto the Father. That I think it's just, a, I'm very humbled to know that the Lord would even allow us to be a part of what he's doing in the kingdom in this time and age. You know, but he's doing it in us, and he's, he's just... We're so thankful. And it is because he went to the Father. What did he say? Unless I leave, unless I go and ascend to the Father, I can't send a comforter. I thank God for the Holy Spirit that teaches and guides us and uh, tells us, don't do this, do this, do that. You know, and just that we have the privilege to let the Holy Spirit pray through us. That is such a precious, precious gift that he, can, uh, he allows us to pray a heavenly language that it is the Father's perfect will for every time that we pray. Oh, we should be doing this constantly more and more and more. So I said, John Fire, do that in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. And then he tells us that, and whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. He says he'll do it. Do we believe it? We yes. have to just believe it. We have to ask. He says you don't have anything, or maybe you haven't received anything because you haven't asked. But you ask believing that you receive everything that you ask of him that he's going to give you and do for you. He wants to do it. Hallelujah. Uh, okay, and um, and I will pray to the, oh, he says, wait, let me, there's four letters here, okay? <laughs> okay, so and then that we get to even use his holy name. And we can even speak the name of Jesus. It's the heat. You know? The I heat. Mean, that's such uh -huh. just the power of that uh -huh. name. And the blood that he shared for us. 
And if you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father that he shall give you another comforter. We just said that, that he may abide with you forever, and that the gift that he is living within us, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it sees, it sees him not, neither knoweth him, but ye shall know him, for he dwelleth with you, and he, and he shall be in you. I will never leave you comfortless. I will come to you. These are the things that we worship the Lord for and we're grateful and that we give back unto him. And it's just to prosper his kingdom and do that which he would have us to do. So um, again, it's what you give unto the Lord is by what the Holy Spirit leads you to do. The other one is in Hebrews, real quick. Hebrews 11, 6. I have these marks and go quickly. But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. He wants to reward you. He wants to prosper you. And every time you give, those are seeds, whether they're for now or for later, not only for you, but for you, even your family and your children, you know that. You know, and it's not that you're buying anything. We can find nothing from God. It's just his kingdom. He says the kingdom of God is like a garden that you plant and you bring forth a harvest. And we're looking for those harvests because it's his blessings. He, He wants to bless you to be a blessing. Right? So we have to do it expectantly. Whatever we ask and believe for, we have to expect. You heard the Lord say that to us today. We must have a spirit of expectancy. What do you believe in him for? What are you looking for today? What are you looking for next week? What are you asking him for? We have to ask. We have to believe. We have to expect in Jesus' name, right? Okay. And then the last one here is in Luke uh, 6.38. Give it, it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Shall men give unto your bosom? For with the same measure that ye meet, withal, it shall be measured back to you again. So there's blessings. You know, we can't outgive God. He just wants to see if you will trust him with what is your heart. He wants your heart, you know. So uh, as Kathy plays, uh, if the Lord Holy Spirit leads you to bring an offering unto our King and our Lord, do so now and be blessed. So Father God, I just thank you and praise you for the word that you sent. Thank you for the word. Lord, I ask you to bless each and every one of them, overflowing, pressed down, shaken together, overflowing, Lord God. We thank you that every need is, need is met to them, body, soul, and spirit, there to their family. And we call for any family members, husbands, wives, whatever, into the kingdom of God and our extended family, neighbors, our nation, our city, our state, our community, Lord. We say, Lord, America shall be saved in Jesus' name. And you say, we give us as an inheritance to call forth the nations. And we thank you for the great moon of the Holy Spirit, the great awakening that's happening, that you're moving by your spirit, not by my or by power, but by your spirit in Jesus' name. Bless them one hundredfold. I know there is measures, 40, 60, and a hundredfold, but I pray for a hundredfold blessing over them in Jesus' name. Amen. You give life, you I love, you bring life to a darkness, you give hope, you restore every heart. Y'all gonna have to go, please. Okay. Oh, That's all right. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you for coming. Thank you, Mother, for coming. Bless y'all. 
Bless y'all. Bless y'all. Thank you, Lord. Senior and Mrs. Charlene Woods Mac, uh, Macmillan. 
Well, good morning, everybody. We're just so excited to be here with you all. If I was still at my workplace, I wouldn't going to be able to get off because I wouldn't have had any days. But you see how the Lord takes you so you can do what you need to do, huh? But I bless God today for all his benefits. I wanted to tell you, uh, I didn't know they were going to attach to me the speaker, but I w I've heard the fivefold ministry so much today. I was going to wear my stove, but I just want you all to see that this is part of the fivefold ministry. And whatever that the Lord is telling you today, you're a part of that. And so I just want you all to see it sometime, you know, as believers and seasoned believers, sometimes we just have to know that the Lord is with us. Amen. So when I was uh, licensed and ordained, this is the stove that they gave us. Eleven of us started out, only five remain. So I just want you to see this, that the Lord is with you. And even though I'm not able to wear it because I'd be disobedient, but I just want y'all to see that this came from ELST Ministries. This is what, like I said, we received when we got ordained and licensed. And it was a very sacred uh, thing. Uh, many were on the floor by the time we got these stoves because of the anointing. Same thing is happening here. There's an anointing here with this uh, NASA Glow. I've been coming since 2020. I was on the backside of being furloughed. And uh, I had already said I wasn't gonna work till the end of the year, 22. Well, God said, yeah, you sure right. <laughs> but I came out the workplace last year, 2021. But again, what I wanted was something else. I wanted to have a big dinner and have a big, uh, we are family, I'm out of here. But the Lord said, we're not going to do it like that. So whatever you think you're going to do for you, it's, it's about you. It ain't about nobody. Can you just pass that around? Let them just feel that. My family... A lot of them could not be here, but they was pushing me up. Sister, what you going to do? I said, I don't know nothing but the Lord going to do. But I'm going to do whatever he tell me to do. So we honor God today for all his provisions. I don't think I've felt like this in a long, long time. And it is the anointing. And it is because we want to do what the Lord called us to do. Amen. We, we just honor uh, God for just everything. I want my husband to stand. He's always so supportive. He even came a little early to help me set up. And he doesn't know that I was happy to see him. 
because the guy who's normally here at 830, he said he was running a little late. And I said, it's okay. I, I'm okay. So he came a little early to help me set up. And I want my friends to stand. I got some friends here with me. Two ladies had to leave. They had some other engagement. But I, I want my friends to stand. They were so kind enough to come in and be with me. I appreciate that so much. Uh, Pastor Tess is a new person that I met just, just a year ago. And uh, she doesn't have any sisters. She has all brothers. So when we met, it's like, we were just, I think, for real, from our, another mother. So I just thank God for her. She's in business. She has a digital magazine. So those of you all who are in business need to see her. The ads are real expensive. And support her. We got to support each other. Amen. Amen. And my friend, Miss Sonia, she does uh, uh, pastor tests woman to woman. And uh, Sister Sonia, hers is beautiful. View Beagle Counseling. And she'll help you to get there. Amen. We need to get there, huh? We got some things we need to get there, right? And so I just want to honor them today. And my friend from the Friends with Prayer Breakfast, you all hear the ad on, on uh, 105.7. Miss Sherry is here with me. And I just thank God for her. And our, my longtime friend, Miss Flonnie. Wave your hand, Miss Flonnie, at us. That's Miss Flonnie. Miss Flonnie is seasoned and will tell it like it is. Well, Janice, I don't think you ought to. See, we need some of them kind of people, huh? I don't care if you don't like me, I'm going to tell you like it is. Amen. But anyway, we got a few uh, gifts to pass out. We got some books that the Lord has allowed us to have. I don't know who needed, but the, uh, the name of the book it says, for this he came. Mother, mother right here, as I was sitting down trying to compose myself, she said, Sister, I want to tell you, the Lord is wanting us to pray everywhere we go. She said, things have changed. I said, oh yeah, mother, things have changed. And people are more open to prayer than never before. Sometimes I'm in the line at Kroger's. Listen, they know us, huh? Sister, can you pray for me? And I'll be saying, I'm trying to buy my groceries and get up out of here. <laughs> I put my purse on my shoulder because I'm not crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and here we go. But we got to be willing, huh? Sometimes my head is wrapped up in the, because I got, I, I let my hair grow. It's never been this long. My husband said, I've never seen your hair this long. So I have my hair wrapped up a lot with a headband. I said, wow, think of the testament that the people around us are seeing. Yeah. You know, God is wanting us to not be so concerned about so many other. I put you there at 715 in the morning to pray for somebody. And I just thank God that I've been obedient to get up and go. Huh? I'm trying to get my two, three groceries. I need to spend $20. Amen. And the next one is to teach us. To number our days. Amen. We bless you. And I got one more. It's called The Perfect Journey. And it's loving insights into God's plan for our life. Here you go, sister. 
And then my sister who sells paparazzi, she was going to come and spend the night with me, but she said she didn't want to get caught in the rain, so she sent me some gifts. So I got two jewelry gifts, paparazzi. All right, girl. Uh-huh. And I got one more. Who wants some jewelry? Come on. Amen. And please see me before you leave. Please see me before you leave so I can give you her name and number. I don't think I wrote them on there. I know she's the a glamour girl. Amen. We have our ministry table. Please go over and support us. We have all kind of books. I was telling uh, somebody that I ordered these books in May. I was getting ready to go to Alaska. Lord said, I ordered some books. I said, but I don't have no engagement. He said, yeah, I understand that. But when you do get one, you have some books. So please go to our table. We have several handouts. One I'm really asking everybody to get a copy. It's called the Hebrew and L Names of God. I personally spent time to do that outline. And as we go to the hospitals and things open back up, we are really finding that people are wanting to take prayer to another level. But you can't take prayer to another level if you're not willing to call on these names. These names mean something. And they take you to another uh, level in prayer. I was telling uh, Sister Charlotte. I love Sister Charlotte. So the Sh Sister Charlotte took off her shoe. See, that's holy ground. Sometimes we just need to be obedient, not be concerned about what nobody say, huh? She took off her shoe when they were waving those flags. Those flags are she in the spirit and the anointing. Amen. And so I just want to just invite you to come to the table and uh, be fed. Um, one of the ladies, I don't know if she's still here. She said she was somewhere last week and a man, she was led to go and minister to him. And he was asking if she had anything to read. So just take some of these things. You don't know what situation God's going to put you in to share these handouts. These are the handouts that the Lord told me to order. I ordered these for RBC Ministry. They have over 500 books that you can get free for your ministry. You don't, I'll be with your church. See me. I'll give you some information. Free stuff. Amen. So we just want to just extend that. We want to say thank you to Sister Lorena. Thank you to a Brother David. We just know that y'all just being obedient. Nothing always is timely. She kept texting, says, I'm on the way, blah, blah, blah. I told her, I'm okay. Because ministry takes hands to do all of these things, amen. amen. She came last night to set all of this up. I was going to come, but I felt like I may not have been awake enough to drive back home. So I didn't come, so I just came early this morning. I got here. A little after eight, I sat in the car and just was quiet. Had some worship time. Amen. Sometimes we just need to have some worship time. I just feel like I need to say that to somebody. Turn that television off. Put on 105.7, 92.1, and just sit down and just, God, I'm not asking for nothing. I'm just reverencing that what? Who he is. Amen. He said, what? Be still. And know that I'm God. Amen. So I just feel led. I just pray. I'm just 
helping somebody. Not today, I just, this is such an honor today to even be here. Uh, as I said, you know, some other things has happened. But I just thank God I'm able to be here. I read about this in the books at work. I said, Lord, when I get out to work, I'm going to be coming here. <laughs> Not even knowing that I was going to really come here. You know, you read things, but you say, oh, you know, that's just God just yeah. saying something, Amen. you know. So I just thank God for this place to serve. And I want to tell you that ministry is about serving. If you got a problem with serving, I want to tell you, you're not going to get nothing God got for you. You got to serve. You know, you got to pick up the paper. When we at church, me and my husband, a lot of time, last ones to leave. Because we're trying to see if it's, I'm trying to see, my husband's trying to talk to everybody. I'm trying to see if there's any, any paper on the floor that somebody missed. Because I want to serve. Amen. So I just want to encourage you that you're going to have to serve. Uh, two weeks ago, my sister, uh, Minister Jeanette, talked about forgiveness. And a line of people came up and said that they felt like they were holding something against somebody. That was the most miraculous thing I had probably next to ever seen. Because we got to be honest. You know, I haven't let that go, you know. So I told her I'm just going to probably pick it back off what you got, what you said, and go at it from another angle. Amen. I... Uh, Minister Jeanette was so kind enough to put uh, some uh, index cards on the table. If you have a pen, I want to give you these scriptures just in case and you can, in your quiet time, you can sit down and read all of these. Not may read or may not read all of them, but they're Philippians chapter 1, verse number 6. Philippians chapter 2, verse 13. Joshua chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. Now, I'm going to say them again if you weren't able to, to get them all at one time. Philippians chapter 1, verse number 6. Philippians chapter 2, verse number 13. Joshua 1, 1 through 3. And all of our scriptures are from the Amplified Version I have really come to enjoy the amplified version. It talks a lot in simple terms, that in the Message Bible. If you don't have a commentary or another version, I'd encourage you to get another version. It's good for you to have that just for some clarity. Um, as you heard, I have had a lot of education, but I have never forgot where I came from. My family grew up in Acres Home, and if you hear people talk about the 44, that's Acres Home. So I'm able to do marketplace uh, speaking, and I can do Ebonics, whatever it takes to get the word delivered. Even my scholars, I tell them, excuse me, but I'm just trying to meet everybody's needs because we are word sensitive, huh? I may not say it like it's English. My girl Donna, she said, Janice, even if you said it in another language, it's still the same thing. I said, well, I just bless you because I know you're the English teacher with a master's. So if I say something out of what you're normally 
hearing, we're just trying to be relevant. Amen. We're going to talk today from our subject is saying, stay focused on your assignment. I thank God for my friends that are teaching me technology. They are teaching me how to put my scriptures on my desktop. I'm a hands-on. I got my, my uh, grandmother's Bible where she wrote it up. She's got a whole bunch of little notes and stuff. And I try and take it when I share the word because when she was living, she'd take, this, take these scriptures and flip it out. I said, Granny, well, I didn't get none of that from that scriptures. But you see, experience says that. The first scripture is in the Philippians chapter 1, verse number 6. And it says, I am convinced and confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you huh, will continue to. Huh? I got a witness in the house. Perfect and complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. And I'm going to read also in, in the verses, it says the time of his return. Philippians chapter 2, verse number 13. Am I in the house or are we in the house today? For it is not your strength, but it is God, huh? Who is effectively at work in you both to will and to work that is strengthening energizing sometimes i'm trying to say okay god i need some i need some energy and creating in you the longing and ability to fulfill your purpose huh for his good pleasure how many of you know he got something for us to do huh he got something for us to do joshua chapter one Amen. And the Lord's been dealing with me not to read one, two, and three. I only wanted three. He said, no, I said, read this. And the caption of the chapter says, God's commission to Joshua. We've all been commissioned. I'm a part of the fivefold ministry. I am an evangelist and a teacher. But in order to work out of that, I, I had to be uh, obedient to what God was calling me to do because I wanted to do something else. Amen. So I said, now you're going to do this. So it says, now it happened after the death of Moses that the Lord spoke to Joshua. I believe the Lord is already speaking to a lot of you. That lady is a testament. Spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun. Said Moses, the servant, saying, Moses, he's talking to Joshua, said, Moses, my servant is dead. Some things in your life, the Lord said, those things are dead. Don't go back and be trying to resurrect that stuff because it's not going to be good for you. Amen. Says, now therefore arise, huh, and take his plate. Cross over the Jordan. You and all the people in the land, which I am given to them, to the sons of Israel. Verse number three says, I have given you every place of which the sole 
of your feet, just as I have promised most. God has promised y'all some things. And he's promised you some things. It may be delayed, but it does not mean that it's denied. It's just not time. Maybe part of it being de delayed because you're not spending no time with him. See, since I've been off, I've been off. We got furloughed on the 18th of March, 2020. We didn't even know we were going to be furloughed. They said they were going to hold on to us by a couple of other months. And uh, I told them, I said, I just don't feel that. Miss Janice, you are jinky. I said, now the Lord is what he said. I said, trust me, we won't be here by the end of the week. They talked to us on a Wednesday. We got our little stuff in. Uh, Oriva Dirty. <laughs> I haven't been back to work since. This is 2022. But my intent was to leave in 2022. But the Lord said, no, you're going to leave this year. And then you're not going back. See, God talked to us like, we, and you're not going back. Huh? I need to probably go get my little stuff that's on my desk. But he had already had other plans for me, huh? He already had other plans. So listen, all of these scriptures is what the Lord gave me. I talked to Sister Lorena in July. A couple of days after I accepted this and gave me, this is what the Lord gave me. I said, well, it's not even time yet. The Lord said, but everything, going to be a lot of stuff going on. So you're going to have to write this word down. You have to get this word down. I could hardly get home to write. And this is the notes of my, my original notes. I try and put it in a form. So sometimes people ask me for my notes. So I try and have at least a decent copy to pass on to them. But in the meantime, I want to tell you that we have lost some of our hands-on approach due to the present pandemic of isolation. An extended hand says, I care about you. And with isolation, we have missed that. Human touch is so important to our daily survival. The ministry has a new face called virtual. My outlook shifted to myself. My husband was kind enough to buy me a new phone for my birthday. Amen. Because the old one I had... Uh, I need to have let that go a year ago. But I kept holding on to that phone because that phone had all my contact, it had all my notes in it. God said, in order for you to do something else, you got to get something better. Okay, God, I'm going to get it. So on my birthday in December, he said, I'm going to buy you a new phone. God, help me today. So my outlook, again, shifted to my, my new cell phone and YouTube. I was awed of all the stuff that I've been able to see on my old phone. I could only see it for a little while because it didn't have enough, enough juice to hold. So I only saw parts of stuff. But on the new phone, I see people's whole message, how the anointing falls. I'm saying, wow, I didn't miss two years of this because some of this stuff is two years old. I said, now, how do they know I like this? Huh? And I believe that that's. God trying to console me because I just want to see what other people are feeling. Sometimes you say, you know, am I going crazy? Do I need some value? You know, because of things that you are sensing, you know, um, my family, my husband and I 
are our family pastors. We know that they're, that we're their pastors. They have not named us as our pastors, but some come up, Brother Law, or they calling me, Mom, Jan. Can you call somebody else instead of us? Mm -hmm. But I thank God for that status. I want to tell you that change has come everywhere. And it's come to everybody. Nobody has accepted, has, has, has gone without feeling the effects of the pandemic. Everywhere we go, we see people with their masks. And I've worn my mask quite a lot. I didn't have it on today. I tried to stay back as much as I can because I have uh, environmental allergies. I smell somebody's good smelling cologne. A couple of days later, I got this allergy issue. And as I'm getting older, the doctor says, it may get worse before it get better, but I'm decreeing it's gonna get better before it get worse. Don't listen to what they saying. Listen. I've had to stay focused on prayer because prayer has become my assignment. Lord, help us today. Amen. Just sitting down at home for days with no, nothing, nowhere to go. I had something to do. Pray. The days I didn't maybe go to the store early, I had quiet time. I sat outside. I heard the birds. I enjoyed life like I had never. People are experiencing feelings of anxiety and depression. God knows road rages almost every day. But I want to tell you that God is still pressing upon us to fulfill the ultimate work. And that's the Great Commission. That we go ye therefore and make disciples. Everywhere we go, no matter what, we have to be obedient and do what the Lord tells us to do. Uh, my mentors, my mother, Miss Mabel Holliday, Dr., the late Dr. Loretta Joseph, and Elder Dorothy Leonard were my mentors. Those, these three women have since uh, decided to go be with the Lord. But before they left, they made an impact on not just myself and the ladies and people in their circle. We need to have a circle of people that we can run stuff by. Amen. And call and say, what you think about this? You know, this is what the Lord is saying. I'm not real peaceful about it yet. But maybe if I run it by you and you say something else, then it can give me a little bit more peace to what I am feeling. Missionary. Archie Hewitt, uh, she's been through a whole lot physically with her health. And she said, uh, sister, she said, you know, I'm a, she said, I'm an old head. She's, um, she's almost 85. And she said that whatever the Lord is telling you, whatever he's pushing you, whatever he's prompting you, so you be obedient to what the Lord, just because I'm telling you, you don't do it, you're going to wish you had. She said, remember what your mama said? She, I'm going to call you once, huh? <laughs> Y'all know what that, I may call, but I am not going to call you three times. 
He said, sometimes God is not going to continue to say stuff to us for us to act like, well, we hard to hear and need a hearing aid. I said, wow, that's wisdom. So we need to get some people around us again that tells us the truth. See, those people had a non-negotiable conversation. If people always patty caking you, oh, girl, yeah, leave them alone. Because they're not going to help you grow. They're going to help you stay in the craziness that you're in. Huh? And if you don't listen to what those people are saying, then it's going to help you. Now, I'm just the messenger. My sister and I were going to Alaska, the trip of a lifetime. I want to tell you, it's nothing like you've seen in the picture books. Amen. To almost open up a window and touch a glacier. I never saw the hand, of, mighty hand of God seeing Alaska. Uh, it makes you appreciate who you are and who God is. Of course, you know, we live in Texas. Seattle, Washington is where we had to catch the ship. I'm saying, you know, I never went this far by myself. So I was a little leery. I said, you know, I don't know why the Lord is sending me by myself. Well, when I got there, the Lord said, because you needed this time for yourself. Amen. So two weeks before we went, we we supposed to get on the ship May the 10th. And two weeks before that, we got a call from the upgrade in, at Carnival. Miss uh, Simpson, how you doing? I said, oh, I'm getting ready for my cruise. Woo-hoo! She said, well, we got a deal for you. I said, ma'am, we're not interested in the deal. She said, we can get y'all upgrade to the eighth floor. We want bottom floor, floor number two. Y'all know what that is. That's what you feel, everything. And she said, for $240, you and your sister can upgrade to the eighth floor. I said, oh, ma'am, you know, that sounds so good. I said, but ma'am, we spent all our money in airfare. Because when we bought these tickets in March, the gas had gotten jacked up. Amen. So we paid almost double for a flight that was $300. Amen. But my sister was kind of, she helped me pay for mine. Amen. See, you got to have some support of your siblings. You got to work on that stuff. So we caught the ship, made a tent. On a Tuesday, we had one day at sea, and that Thursday we were going to be in, in Alaska. But we got a call early Thursday morning. Ring! I said, what the, who is this calling me? My sister just next door, why is she calling me? Miss um, Simpson, I just talked to your sister. I said, is everything okay? She said, yeah. said, we're going to upgrade y'all and move y'all from the second floor to the eighth floor. I said, well, I pray it's no charge because we'll spend all of our money on this airfare. He said, oh, no, ma'am. Let me tell you what's going on. She said, there's some mechanical issues that we don't want y'all to be a part of. I said, wow, God is taking care of us. She said, not only are we going to upgrade y'all, we're going to help y'all move. I said, praise Jehovah because I had stuff everywhere. She said, not only that, we're going to give y'all... $200 on board refundable money. So listen, when the lady called two weeks ago, 
I told my sister, let's start praying that the Lord will intervene and we still get that upgrade. So I'm just here to tell you what God is doing in this hour. We got not only an upgrade, we got a balcony room. You all know those are top notch. Those rooms itself are $900 for one person. So listen, God was already trying to give us a better trip. Now, what you're saying is, my sister, I understand what you're saying, but what does that have to do with me? Well, you got to trust what the Lord is saying to you through the word. Now, again, when you have your, your time uh, at home to read all these scriptures, before you start uh, reading these scriptures, I want you to ask God to show you what he's trying to say to you in these scriptures. Because not only are the scriptures going to come alive, the circle of people that you are with can help you to understand that God is trying to take you to another level. And sometimes you're going to have to go by yourself. You're going to have to watch your circle of people that you hang out with. Amen. Huh? Proverbs 27 and 17. You just got to watch who you hang out with. Huh? The people that you hang out with are influencing you either positive or they're inf infusing you to be negative. You know, my husband and I have made a pact that when we round a bunch of negative people, we got to try and shift that somehow. We don't know how to, how, because I don't know if we just really never really noticed it, but a lot of, of people that we encounter, they're very negative. And I'm saying, wonder what is going on? Where have we been? And how long they've been doing it, and we just not picking it up. Sometimes we accept things that we don't even know. But we're not helping them, neither are we helping ourselves, you know? Because listen, staying focused on this, I have to watch who I even talk to on the phone. Because they will bring you down. Girl, I ain't got no money. Can you send me some money? You know, is there any way you can help a sister out? I'm saying, oh my God, I just called just to check on you because the Lord laid you on my heart. I'm saying, okay, Lord, what am I supposed to do with that? But listen, I believe that my assignment in this hour is to pour into the younger generation. Generation X and those millenniums, I have no doubt that God has given me that uh, passion to encourage them. Prior to the pandemic, we were working with the, uh, with the uh, young adults at church. If they had something going on at our church, we have an opportunity to, uh, they have a rotation. So every month, a different minister goes to the children's church for first Sunday or on Tuesday night or whatever to teach the young people. So I believe God is really uh, pressing upon me to be a part of that. And I don't have any problem telling them to pull their pants up. <laughs> and sister, you need to put something on this. All of this is out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? <laughs> At Bishop Leonard Church, the minister sat on the front row. 
And he said the reason why he wanted to sit on the front row because he didn't want the people with the short dresses on the front row. Distracted who was ever preaching. Huh? And he had no shame. He said, sisters, he said, I need y'all to put some of them handkerchiefs in y'all uh, purse. So when they come up there, y'all can just pass it down the road. <laughs> oh, uh, really? But as we saw things happening, you know, the Lord had anointed us to, you know, I didn't have no shame in my game. I said, sister, you need to put something on them laps, on them legs. And I pass it down the road. But I didn't get like that overnight. I saw what he was saying. You know, so you, you got to be unrestricted and uninhibited to doing what the Lord tell you to do because he's always trying to what? Help us to stay focused on our assignment. We have a responsibility everywhere we go to lift up and encourage God's people. Now somebody said, well, you know, sister, I've been bad for a long time. But God is still saying that you're valuable. Don't think you're not valuable. You're valuable. Uh, as a child, I grew up, I had a very bad speech impediment. I would never have imagined me being in ministry. But as the Lord gave me utterance, and I had people to lay hands on me. See, sometimes you need people to lay hands on you. You know? Because God say what he gave you, what he called, what he's doing, you're going to do it. And, and it doesn't matter if you don't feel good about it because he counts you as valuable. So when the Lord gave me this little point, he said, I want you to take these coins because, you know, coins symbolize so many things. And this coin is probably one of my favorite coins. Because I promised my husband when we got a new car, I was at least going to keep the inside clean. So this is real valuable coin. This is the coin to the vacuum at the car wash. <laughs> it's valuable to me, but I can't spend that nowhere else but at the what? At the car wash, huh? And I got these from past the test when she had the, the awards in... Uh, February, we were uh, honored along with you know, 10 other women to get a, a community service award. Now, you don't see this. These, unless somebody's having Mardi Gras celebration uh -huh. or they having an event, pass those around, sister. And they have no worth. And nobody really don't want these things until it's Mardi Gras time, amen? <laughs> and we would jump over something to get some beads, right? <laughs> And these little, I call them decals, right, sister? But this, I can spin it rolls. This is a quarter. This is this, this all, uh, all I can find. I don't really have a lot of chase. But God said, show them that these coins are valuable. And that's how God look at you. You are valuable. You have worth. Now, this penny, you say, well, this ain't nothing but a penny. But if I have a hundred of them, I got a dollar, right, baby? So I can go, he'll go to Rome. <laughs> and so this, this quarter, it's a quarter, but if I had four, four quarter, huh? I got a what? I got a dollar. So you got to know that you are worth 
whatever God say you are. Yes, it don't matter what nobody else say. God said, I have, I have pointed you as to being valuable. You are valuable. No different from the lady who lost those coins. She was determined what to find that coin. Because that coin was valuable to her. And that coin was valuable to the people who was helping her look for the coin. Huh? Amen. Huh? My sister went to, uh, she came here uh, about three or four weeks ago. She had a big white party. Her 60th birthday. I've been going every weekend, the past, no, three weekends. She came down here, got on the plane Sunday, and uh, texted us back when she got to LAX. Sister, I need prayer. I said, well, you, you just left here and got on the plane. She said, yeah, but I didn't get my luggage. Okay. Well, I need y'all to pray that I get my luggage. I said, what? <laughs> but that's our family. And our family knows what we are praying people. So here we go. Me and my sister Connie. I said, now can you believe that she checked it in? But she said they made her check it in. She said, that's how it got lost, sister. I said, but don't get mad. It's okay. I need my stuff because I got to go to my next trip. She, was, she got a whole month of celebrating her birthday. So the next weekend, she was going to Hawaii. She said, I need that suitcase because all my clothes, all my swimsuits is in there. Here we go. I said, did you call somebody? She said, no, because I know you were up. She didn't get home till one o'clock in the morning. Uh, her time. She called me at four o'clock, because you know, in, in LA it's a two hour difference. I said, well, go on, call me and wake me up. So here we go. I said, well, I just, I've already prayed and I just believe that the Lord is gonna allow them to bring your luggage sometime today. This was early Monday morning. I said, we just gonna stand in agreement. She got that luggage before 9 o'clock that night. So, so you got to find somebody that's going to agree with you in prayer that the Lord going to do what he said, huh? Because if you call him the whiners, the whiners going to be complaining more than what you complain. Huh? So you got to understand you, you valuable to God. And that he wants you to be hooked up with people who have value. And that you can be able to get some things through. And get some prayers through. My sister, she called uh, Monday. I said, oh, you still going to come out and stay the night with me? She said, I don't know. The rain's supposed to be bad. She said, but sister, we need to pray. We didn't lost the keys to the car. <laughs> I said, well, she said, we put them down. One of her friends got a little baby. She loved keys. I said, well, ask Promise where the keys are. Because Promise know where them keys are. Uh huh. That's her name. Now she said, "You know, that's a good idea." I said, "Promise, know where them keys are." So I haven't talked to her, so I don't even know if they found the key. But in, you gotta agree with people who gonna be on the same page that you gonna be on. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and don't let them take you down with their negative stuff, huh? Listen, we have multiple tables here. And as I was writing my outline, the Lord said, the 23rd Psalms, verse number five, said, thou prepare the table. Now, all of these tables are set. One got some coffee on it, which I have not had. I'm looking forward to having me some coffee <laughs> later on and some fruit. And the other table has got pancakes and syrup and uh, pan sausage. Uh-huh. And then the other table that the Lord allowed me to have, and I thank God for it, is my table. You got some options, yeah, yeah, yeah. huh, of some nourishment. And some spiritual food, not just for you, but for other people. See, this gospel is not just for you. You can no longer keep going to Bible study, women ministry, and not encourage somebody else. I have new joy now for being at home and could be on my cell to encourage other people. I got this morning, it's five. One of my dear friends, his, his mom is in uh, rehab. And Lord said, text him. I said, uh, uh, God, do you know what time it is? He said, yeah, it's 5 o'clock. He said, I want you to text him. So when, whenever he gets up, he'll get this text. And I was coming and said, I'm in my prayer time. Just want to just encourage you. I don't know what's going on with Mama. Her name is Mama Mitchell. Please keep her in. Lift it up in prayer. I said, tell Mama Mitchell I said hello. And I'm praying for that whatever that the Lord has for her to do. If he's to raise her up, then he will. If he don't, then you need to let her go. Wow. I said, okay, God. So he texted me back some time ago. He said, thank you, sister, for lifting us up in prayer. But I don't know what that meant to, it didn't have a lot of meaning to me, but it had a lot of meaning to him because I know he was, he spends the night with her at the rehab because he didn't want nothing to happen to her. So he spends the night there. He'd been doing that for almost a month now. So I was encouraged that what I was saying to myself, the Lord had already spoke to him that somebody was going to call and encourage him. Amen. Listen, opportunity is everywhere. We just got to know what we need to do to fulfill those opportunities. When we were here not two weeks ago, who would have thought that this, this young lady would have came? Had, that, had we finished early and went on home, huh? we'd have missed that. You know? And I was sitting right here when they, they were doing all of that. And I'm saying, wow, what an opportunity for ministry. You know, not only that is that, that she was obedient to what the Lord, we got to stay on track. Tell yourself, I got to stay on track. At all costs. I got to stay on track. Now, I just got just a couple of more things to say. I got two points. First of all, Joshua 24 and 15. And my first point is that we got to make a decision. Says, the scripture says that if it is unacceptable in your sight, if, and I'm going to say it like I get it, if this ain't what I want to do. Uh-huh. To serve the Lord, choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods where your father served that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you live. But as for me and my house, what? 
we will serve the, we got to make a decision. Who we going to serve? You know, are you trying to, are you trying to uh, be a people pleaser? Y'all know what I'm saying. Oh, I'm not going to say that to them. No, they need to hear that. Because sometimes God appoints you to tell them that. Because they know you love them, but I got to tell you what like it is. Huh? And then my next point is, uh, is John chapter 15, verse number one. I'm, I may read a couple of that. But my point is that you got to abide in the Lord. You got to abide in, you got to make things uh, happen for you that you're not afraid to do and say things. Huh? And when you do that, you're saying to God, I trust you more because I know your plans are much better than my plans. I told you about the year I wanted to come out to work play. That was my plan, but that wasn't what God wanted. Amen. I wanted to do the old country song. They could take this job and shove it. I was looking forward to that. But God said, no, you're not going to say that. Huh? Hey, I'm just being real. I wasn't being mean, but I've been in the workplace 34 years. 29 on one job and four, five on the other. That was 34 years. I had done my time to sing my country song. Huh? Listen, but that was what Janice wanted to do. But then John chapter 15 said, I am the what? The true vine. And my father is the vine. Just say every branch, verse number two, in me that does not bear fruit, huh? He takes away. And every branch that continues to bear fruit, he prunes. You got to get a beat down, as one of our children say sometimes. Huh? So that it may bear more fruit. You got to turn you away from all those crazy things. You are already clean because of the word which I have given to you and the teachings which I have discussed with you. And verse number four says, remain in me. Make a decision. I got abide in him and I in you. Just as no branch can bear fruit by itself, you got to have other people with you. Pastor Tess got her own company. Sister Sonia has her own. We got to help people wherever they're going. They got their own company, but they're doing ministry. Because you cannot have a successful business unless you know the Lord, huh? Because when you're looking for money, you're looking for money for them clients. And you're looking for that PayPal and zeal to go through. I'm trusting the Lord that I'm going to have this money to pay the light bill. So you can't have no business and not know the Lord. I'm telling you, it's no way. I know that. So I know that we have to take other people with us to be able to go. God made it like that because he didn't want us to have our head big. Verse number five says, I am the vine. Ye are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing, huh? Now, I'm in closing, and this is my only close I'm going to say. 
Amen, because I'm African Abapticosto. <laughs> I want to tell you, in order to stay focused, you must consistently acknowledge the grace of God. God's mercy and all of his blessings and provisions. I went from having two checks a year ago to having one check. I haven't had sticker shock yet because my husband says I'm very frugal. I can probably squeeze the head off of any type of coin or dollar. In 2017, the Lord says, I want you to start monitoring what you use it. I said, well, I don't know why I got to do that, because I got, I got a whole bunch of stuff. And when my mother was living, I bought groceries, not for me, I bought groceries for her. So I said, Mom, I'm going to church, going to, to the store on Thursday after I get my hair done. What do you want from the store? So I had double of almost everything. She passed in 2018. So all the stuff I had had, you know, I just ended up keeping it because I took some stuff over to the house. But the Lord said, I want you to monitor how much toothpaste that you use it because I'm a tooth pressure. I don't know what that is. I think I'm a little OCD. I don't know. <laughs> so I want you to monitor how much paper towel you use it. I want you to monitor how much tissue that you use. Check just you, not for the household, not for, for your husband, just for you. I said, okay, Lord, this is 2017. 2018, uh, some other things happened. Lord said, I want you to just, you know, be doing a little, uh, a little stock. So, okay, Lord, I'm doing what you're saying. Well, lo and behold, 2019, some other things happened with our job, but we were supposed to get a nice size raise. So I was going to take that raise and baby clean up. I was going to be the hoarder. <laughs> and uh, I had bought some extra stuff to 2019. So I kept hearing the news 2019 doing uh, Thanksgiving. Lord said, you need to start buying some toilet tissue. You need to start buying some paper. I said, God, I got a whole bunch to He said, yeah, but I know you, you got some, but you got to be able to help somebody else. So we kept hearing about what was going on. My God, come on. Come on. Okay, God, really? So 20, uh, 20, early 2020, things started getting lean. You know, you go to Walmart. I never saw the shelf empty at Walmart with uh, paper towels and toilet tissue and toothpaste. I never saw that. I'm saying, what in the Sam Hill is going on? But the Lord was teaching me a year late, uh, a year before, to have a little stockpile. So my husband called. He said, uh, "Chan, I've been to the store. This was maybe February. Uh, I can't remember. It may have been early March." He said, "Have you been to the store?" I said, "Yeah. It ain't nothing up there." I said, "Yeah, I know." He said, "Where's all this?" I said, "Baby, the people are." Uh, stocking up because they know what's going on. The pandemic is here. They just haven't really acknowledged it. They shut our building down. They took all the chairs. We had like an atrium area. They took all the chairs out. We couldn't even sit down, go out of our office and go sit down and eat because people were concerned about their health. But God was already teaching me not to be wasteful. Amen. 
I was probably putting too much toothpaste on the brush in the beginning, and I didn't realize I was doing it because I had a bunch of toothpaste, huh? So I could put me a whole little squirt, but I didn't really need that. Huh? But God was teaching me how to be more conservative. So I said, okay, God, I hear what you're saying. But in all of that, I had to acknowledge that God was trying to talk to me on another level. I, I'd never heard that like that. And I'm saying, God, I just pray you are helping some other people to understand that they need to be a little bit more concerned. Amen. And so after we got fully in the pandemic, then I truly understood what the law was trying to t show me. You know, sometimes we waste a lot of stuff, huh? I'm cooking less than I cook when I was working, and I don't understand that. But I'm probably eating less as well. I lost a little weight, amen. Woo, woo. But it's all in what we know we need to do. You know, we need to do some things so that we be able to do something that God called us to do. And so I want to encourage you to, to know that God is with you. I want to encourage you to just let you know that God is purpose for you to do an assignment and that he's trying to get you lined up with people who can help you to go there. All the training that I have had in ministry has come through other people who have been in school because I didn't have $500 to go to the College of Biblical Studies. I didn't have the kind of money. So I had to reach out in prayer. God sent me somebody to teach me something so that I wouldn't be a ignorant African-American woman. Amen. 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 And so as God leads you certain places, he, he wants you to take other people with you so that not only you be trained, but that they be trained. My mother, when she was six months pregnant, had to make a lot of decisions. I was her last child. And that was, uh, she, she became ill. And so through the illness, uh, one doctor said, you know, you probably need to not have this child. So because this child said, one of y'all, or both y'all is not going to make it. And so I just heard this story probably in my 40s. I didn't know nothing about this story. And she said, uh, she prayed to the Lord and said, Lord, I just believe that I not need to listen to these doctors. She had a second opinion. An old doctor had been a doctor for a long time. She said probably he probably 60 when she met him. And he told her, say, well, yeah, what the, uh, what the other doctor said is true. Say, because your health is going to be challenged if you have this child. So she said she just was not comfortable with that. So she said she began to pray. And the doctor told her, say, well, this is the only guideline that I can tell you how you're going to have this baby. For the next three months, you need to be in the bed. You get out the bed only to go to the bathroom, maybe sit to the table and eat. So I am the product of my mother not listening to the doctors. Because what a shame it would have been, huh, had she aborted me. I would not have met any of you. So I don't take the calling that God has on my life. And I believe that the anointing is with me more than ever. And I believe God has blessed me to be able to realize that.
that I be able to be like Paul, that I would be able to persuade people not to continue on a road that's not good for them. So I want to encourage you today to be obedient to what the Lord is telling you. Don't get sidetracked by what other people are doing because what they're doing is what they're doing. Lord is speaking to you about doing things. I am one of two women in my family who are in ministry. My sister who has passed on to be with the Lord, powerful singing, preaching woman. And the Lord blessed us to be able to be able to nurture and nourish each other because we both was feeling the call to the ministry. And I believe many of you are feeling what I'm saying and y'all know what I'm saying is that the more that you say it's not, it really is. No, it's not an easy task, but I can tell you, your life would be much richer if you just turn it over to God. Uh, and I just pray that the word that the Lord has given me and the anointing that you all see on my life, and I believe that the anointing is on my life like never before. And it's only because I'm yielding to what God is saying. I'm doing what the Lord tell me to do. I'm putting this on my calendar every second Thursday. The only way I'm not here, if I'm with my husband, we're doing something. But we need to stay where we're getting fed. We need to stay where we're getting uh, nurtured. Need to stay where somebody's patting us on the back. Girl, you can do it. Go, girl. Normally, there are a lot more men here. But I believe the Lord purposed that for us to just be able to experience each other. And before I close, I want to honor the legacy of Pastor Ken and Mary Bostrom. It's been a year since they went to be with the Lord. And I had the pleasure of sitting by uh, Dr. Mary. And she laid her hands on me. She said, sister, she said, whatever the Lord is telling you to do, she know anything about me. I was my first, I'm really proud of ever seeing her. She said, you got to be obedient. This is Dr. Mary. And I just bowed my head because I knew what she was saying. She said, you know what I'm saying. I don't know. I'm just saying what the Lord tell me to say. And I was just so uh, empowered that the Lord would allow her to say that to me. A year later, she went on to be with the Lord. So I just, these stories that I'm saying are true stories. And these stories have been designed to help you to know that God is going to do everything Amen. that he says he's going to do. Amen. Amen. Now, we have been asked to pray for you, but we, we're going to have to dismiss first. And if you just would maybe sit to this side and uh, after we dismiss, then we'll have prayer with anybody who wants prayer. I was hoping I could have another uh, two or three minutes to do some Q&A, but I don't. But I just want to encourage you to go to the table. The handouts that uh, I have is what the Lord has given me since 1992. And so those handouts are, are what I live by. I want you to put them in your Bible. Don't put them in a bag. You need to have them where you can have access to them that you'll be able to support and help somebody else. Give God some praise. Amen. 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 Amen.
Well, we thank the Lord that he sent you here. We do believe that you are anointed, appointed, and chosen, and we thank the Lord for the word that you have delivered today. So everybody, let's just stretch our hands to her. We want to bless her. Father, I just thank you and praise you for your obedient daughter. She listens to you. She hears your voice. Lord, we ask you to continue to give her wisdom, revelation, open doors of opportunity, blessing her home, her husband, and everything that they touch will prosper, financially, mentally, and emotionally. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bless you. Bless okay, you. As she said, we will have open the altar for prayer as we close. And I have my husband come up for us. He is my help me. You know, we are help me that our husband, but he's my help me. Thank I you. Bless you. But he flipped Did those pancakes and helped huh? me this morning. And bless us with the sausage. We want to thank you for the love of the best kids together. We serve together because we are one. So he's going to bless you as you need. And uh, we hope to see you uh, in the September the second Tuesday, we're going to have another meeting, actually two, and on the 22nd, it's going to be Irma Hayes is going to speak with us, uh, minister to us, and then uh, uh, Apostle Dylan, William Dillon's on uh, the 22nd. But you'll get, uh, if you sign in, we'll have an email or a text to come to you, and we bless you in Jesus' name. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up your countenance and his countenance upon you. And may the Lord give you his peace, the peace that surpasses all understanding. In Jesus' holy name, I give you this blessing. Amen, amen, amen. amen. Go in peace. Be welcome to anything we have in the back. If you would like to take a place, you're welcome to do that as well. God bless you. We love you all. And it has been a wonderful pleasure to be in the presence of the Lord. Okay. Okay. And then the next Bible study. Yes. Okay, this is a busy girl. I talked to like, I need to get this work on these emails, on this mess, on the lawyer, on all this stuff. Um, I've been praying for you. I've been kind of like, dude, you know, you just have to listen. My grandson's going to school, you know, so I can get him every day. He goes to Bishop, he goes to karate after school. So I pick him up, take him home, help my son get dinner. I help with the dog. Because he works. He can get me home till 5 30. So it works out. Because he's not a student. He's a student. And then he has a bus. He lives in a big five story, two bedroom house. So he has a one of the Real nice guy. So it's just the three boys. They're there. Your son, your grandson. And the tenant. Yeah. Yeah. So I go over there every day and I help him, you know, in the evenings for about an hour or two. Yeah, my mom did that. You know, in our family, you know, full blood Italian thing, you know, we just like, we're, just, we're always helping each other. Just yeah, and then my mother helped me with my kids when I was raising them. So I just, so I just, yeah, it was mother. My grandson ended up with a sister, but she didn't call her. You know, and it's just, yeah, they got blood. She took all this She was epileptic. Went to Colorado with this other man. 
We would have worked it anyway, so we probably was not like, But uh, anyway, it's a blessing. That little boy, there's nothing but grandchildren. They're called grand for a reason because grand, they're grand. He is so grand, and he's the only one. You know. So I just love. Okay, go ahead. Oh, yes. Thank you. I'm glad you remembered. I'll shut this off. Ah.